you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Monday, the beginning of a new year, and that new year is the playoffs. <laughs> My name is Jamie Erdahl, it's Kyle Brandt, Hello. Peter Schrager, Jason McCourney, Hello. Peter. Another weekend Hello. in the books for you in Los Angeles. Yes. How was your weekend with Fox? Awesome. Had a chance to stand there and talk with Sean Payton about all his yes. future coaching situations. We're going to get to that in a second. Can I push you for a question? Yes. Which uh, head coach named uh, Sean is more likely to be coaching next season, uh, Payton or McVay? Mm. What do you got, Peter? Mm. Uh, Ooh, great think, question. Great question. Let's get to the lead block. Let's do it. Oh, man, that was an avoidance tactic like I've never seen before. In fact, that's not true. I have seen it. Aaron Rodgers avoids questions pretty well. We're going to talk about him, too. Green Bay Packers aren't going to the playoffs, but Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are, so they're going to come out fired up to get ready for the next week. We'll see. Sam Howell getting the start. Dak Prescott doing what Dak Prescott has done this year since he returned another interception. His 15th in the last 12 games goes to Kendall Fuller, and he takes it back for a touchdown. McCarthy looks on. Cowboys did not play a good game. Commanders go on to win 26-6. to Jerry Jones always has a ton to say with the regular season finale finishing this way, then heading to Tampa Bay for the wild card. Jerry, what do you have to say about this one? Uh, we get to suck on that all week. And uh, if that doesn't make you want to uh, get ready to go in about six, seven days, nothing else will. And that was as uh, uh, thorough butt kicking as we've had this year. And uh, uh, we're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. It uh, should with what these guys are made of. Okay, Jerry Jones, thank you for that. Um, let's take a look at the full schedule ahead for Super Wild <laughs> Weekend. They definitely suck. Yeah, well, let's, let's just let's t- let's chew on it. How about that one, Jerry? Try that on for size. Just chew on a couple of these matchups, okay? Some teams on this screen are playing great. Some are going through injuries. Some are going through a lot. 
concern, though, is yeah. like an easy place to go if you're sure. going to look at the mm-hmm. playoff picture. As Aaron Rodgers said, it doesn't always end in rainbows. Sometimes mm. you're not going to your pot of gold. Mm-hmm. You have to pick a team that you're most concerned about as you look at their playoff matchup ahead of this weekend. Peter, who would yours? Yeah, there are a lot of teams that have not played good football in this season that made the playoffs. There's 14 teams now. So you look at some of these teams at the bottom and the six and the seven spots, and you're like, all right. But the Cowboys have to give you some concern right now, and they're supposed to be one of these powers. Dak Prescott has not played well in a month. And I'm not saying that to be gratuitous or to go viral or to, you know, rally up uh, the horn. It's objective. Dak Prescott leads the league in interceptions. Guys, he missed five games. He was 10 for 30 for 80 yards at one point yesterday. And they needed this game. They needed this game. I know in the grand scheme it didn't matter, but gosh, if Eagles somehow lost to to the Giants, Dallas was getting a home playoff game. Tampa hasn't played well. Seattle's been, you know, Terrible over November and December and just one, two straight. There's worse teams right now. But are you telling me what team I'm concerned about? Concerned about the Cowboys, and I'm concerned about Dak Prescott because he hasn't played well, and I'm concerned about Mike McCarthy. Mm. It's not just some given that Mike McCarthy is going to be crowned, you know, the Cowboys coach for a decade. If they lose in historic fashion or just have another egg like they laid yesterday, all conversations are on the board for the Cowboys and what they're doing. And I think Dak Prescott is the guy that we turn to and say, okay, Dak, just lead us through this muck. Like, get us through it. And yesterday, that quarterback right there is not doing much in the playoffs. Now, we know he has it in him, and he can, but concerned? Yeah, Cowboys fans can be concerned. Nice little warm-up yesterday, right? Get a sweat, a little tune-up, get, get ready, get him in, get him out, look sharp, we're ready to roll, make our Super Bowl run. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. And, and just for the record, and I will state my opinion on this, if the Cowboys lose next weekend, I don't care if it's 21-20 to 20 on a late-game field goal, I think that Sean Payton will be the head coach within 15 minutes of the game being over. That's, that's how strongly I feel about that. And Mike McCarthy's had a great regular season. He had a great one last year. You know what's weird? Is that they look so, just so poor and so sloppy and so tight yesterday in the season, regular season finale. Last season's regular season finale, they were incredible. Dak threw five touchdown passes. They had 40-something points. Against the Eagles? Yeah, yeah, and it was like, here we go! Yeah. And then they scored less than 20 and lost to San Francisco. The Dak thing, so is there any quarterback that you would want him over right now going to the playoffs? In the NFC, mm. you have three guys oh, sure. starting their first ever playoff game. All right, here you go through it. So you have Daniel Jones making yep. his playoff debut. You have Tom Brady. You have Geno Smith. Yep. You have Kirk Cousins. You have Brock, Brock Purdy. Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts. Rank them in terms of like, oh my God, we have to win a game right now. Never mind the span of their career, how they're playing football now. I think he's last. Mm. I, I think that I would rather have Daniel Jones. I think I'd rather definitely have Brock Purdy. All of those guys. And I don't care. I'm not here to just go in on Dak. I'm just talking about what I see. Not playing well. He's a huge part of it. Does anybody, any, any like diehard Cowboys fan, do you have any confidence at all right now that they're going to win even one playoff game? Mm especially this one against this team, you wanted to turn them on yesterday and be like, hell yes, let's make a run. Mm-hmm. Let's go. They just smacked around the, the commanders starting a rookie quarterback, and now we're really going to see the end of this Cowboys thing, which I talk about all the time, and is tired and pathetic, and I'm sick of doing it, but I can only talk about what I see. I wish we could have seen that, because right now, I'm just like, when can Sean Payton be the head coach of the Cowboys when they lose next week? Because I think it will happen, and I, I don't see any reason otherwise. 26 to 6. It wasn't even a close one. It was tough to see. And you guys are both talking about a struggling Cowboys team. I want to turn to a Chargers team that has been playing really good football, and you're watching them against the Denver Broncos yesterday, and the Chargers don't have anything to play for. Like, into that game, it had already been figured out. They weren't moving. They're locked in. They're going to be playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. At that point, they just didn't know when. 
and you're watching this game, and Brandon Staley, a coach that doesn't believe in playing his guys in the preseason, doesn't play any of his starters, really any of his guys that are going to play. And we see Mike Williams go down with a back injury. And this is a team offensively, Justin Herbert has done a good job of playing throughout injuries throughout the season. But as Mike Williams has got healthy, Keenan Allen, they've been hitting on all cylinders. And then we see Joey Bosa coming back off injury, and he goes down, and he's grimacing on the sideline. He doesn't go back yeah. in the game. So for this Chargers team, as well as they've been playing late in this season to get themselves in the playoffs, you see injuries in that game yesterday, and you're just like, are they going to be okay versus Jacksonville Jaguars team with these mm. two young quarterbacks going head-to-head? And then you raise a, another question. It's just like, well, why are they out there? How are they playing? Not, not the first quarter, go get a few series in, especially for like a Joey Bosa. Just go out there, get a few pass rushes. Third quarter, they're in the game. When the Ravens lost early in the day, it was, it was already established. It was over. There was you nothing they, they could have done. Nothing they could have done. And they lost anyway. Lost anyway yeah, to strange. the Denver Broncos team. So it was just tough to see as you're watching that. If you're, if you're a charge, Fan, like we're playing so well, just get our guys out of there and let's focus on next week. This is a touchy subject, but we have to talk about it. It's who's the quarterback for the Dolphins mm-hmm. this yeah. weekend mm-hmm. and what are the Dolphins going to do? They have to go to Buffalo this weekend. It, games that we really had fun watching this season was the game played in Miami in September. Dolphins win on a last second, the hug between Tua and Josh. It was awesome. Then it was the t-shirt. Two losses in California the Dolphins suffered. Then yeah. they got to go to Buffalo. It's very chilly there. And then Mike McDaniel's wearing that shirt. I wish it were colder outside. And now we're mm-hmm. here. They have the playoff rematch. But Tua's hurt. He's had two concussions documented so far this season. There are reports saying that he wants to play. Huh. Teddy Bridgewater has a dislocated pinky. Skylar Thompson started this game this weekend. Mike Glennon was activated yesterday. What are we doing here? And again, I come back to in terms of Tua's health, this is a day decision, a week, a month, a year, a lifetime decision yes. for Tua yeah. Tungavailoa to make about his brain and his playing time. But the Dolphins are in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they're going to go to Buffalo. That's concerning to me just because, you know, it's concerning because it's Tua, period. It's concerning because who the hell is their quarterback, period. you got to go to Buffalo, period. You're going to get chased around all over the snow, and you're a Dolphin. I mean, it's just wild to think that this is the conversation we're having at the quarterback position for the Miami. What's wild is that less than a month ago, I was on the sidelines for that game, and it felt like it could be an AFC championship. Yes. Yes. And right now, so much has changed, obviously, when you talk about the Hamlin situation for Buffalo, but the Miami Dolphins come in a completely different team than they Mm -hmm. did less than a month ago. Mm I want to say they're going to give a good fight, but who's playing quarterback? Because yesterday, that, that guy, yeah. he's a rookie. He's not, that guy wasn't going into the ball. Super wild card weekend. Peter is all set. The schedule looks good. Look at this. So we're going to start off with Fox on uh, late afternoon Saturday. NFC West battle. Seahawks at 49ers. And at night, Chargers at Jaguars. Sunday, you're waking up. You're going to go right where Mike Giardi's been since Monday. Buffalo. Dolphins with a big question mark at quarterback into Buffalo for an AFC East third time around. Then it's Giants-Vikings. They played earlier this season. Vikings won in a very dramatic game. They play Sunday 4.30. Nighttime, Ravens at Bengals Sunday night. And then Monday, it's the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. On Sunday, though, you can turn on CBS, and you better believe this guy is going to be there on the pregame show, leading us right into Buffalo, where Nance and Roma will be on the call. It is Nate Burleson joining us for Good Morning Football. Nate, Nate, what's up, man? What's up, fam? How y'all doing? Good to see you, Shregs. What's up, buddy? It is great to see you. Excellent job yesterday on the pregame show. Your words were felt when you were talking about the Hamlin situation, and we are so happy to see that things are going in the right direction. Let's go to the NFC playoff picture, though. 
because you were a great Seattle Seahawk. You also were a great Minnesota Viking. Yeah. You also were a great Detroit Lion. All those teams intertwined yesterday. Of course, the question <laughs> right. is, with the Seahawks locking up the final NFC postseason spot, what do you think about it, how it all went down in Detroit, playing the way they did, knocking out the Packers? Yeah, oh, what a tangle web they weave. Um, the Detroit Lions coming in, showing up and showing out. I can appreciate that because they didn't pack it in, and they played the villain. There's nothing better if you know that you're not going to be in the playoffs and knocking out a team that you are sitting there looking at year after year as one of your biggest rivals. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers, who talks trash with the best of them, they picked him off at the very end, the ice the game. They were getting after him. Shout out to Aiden Hutchinson, who was an absolute beast. Detroit played well. I love Jamal Williams' words after the game, talking about his relative and then talking about how he felt the disrespect. And I'm pretty sure the team embodied that. But you were, did you see after the game when Jamison Williams went up to Aaron Rodgers and was like, yo, can I get that jersey? And there's this clip floating around where Aaron Rodgers responds, I'm going to hold on to this one and just kind of walked off. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I'll say to you, Every Detroit Lion and Detroit Lions fan is saying back, we're going to hold on to this one because it felt good to knock out a team that you are a rival with year after year. Nate, it feels like looking back at that scene yesterday and the post-game press conference with the Rodgers, there's a lot of unsaids, and all of a sudden it's going to make sense. Whatever decision is made, it's going to make sense in a couple of months. But I've been assured that we are going to talk right. about it here on Good Morning Football as it pertains to Aaron Rodgers. Let's hit our blinker and go over to the AFC side of things and look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. After starting 4-8, and eight, now they are the AFC South champions, and they're the 4 seed. They're hosting a playoff game. What's your take on the Jags, the postseason Jacksonville Jaguars? How about those Jags, man? What a turnaround. Started three and second, seven. I believe they're the second team only to go to the playoffs after starting three and seven. At one point, they had a five-game losing streak during the month of October. So the fact that they can turn it around, and you look at what Trevor Lawrence has done, taking care of the ball, leaning on the pass game, but more importantly, though, not turning the ball over. And the defense stepping up and being opportunistic. And shout-out to Asher Grobman, who's an actor on the show Ghosts. He came on our show on CBS Morning and was like, the Jags are going to make the playoffs. This was like a month and a half ago. I was like, word? He said, I guarantee they are going to make the playoffs. So I have to give him a shout-out. Nice. Yeah, him a shout-out. Doug Peterson said he saw it in his crystal ball that Mm -hmm. Week 18 matchup was going to matter. And, Nate, I'm looking at my crystal ball, and I can almost guess what you're going with for a little toe-drag swag. But let me know. I know you're always looking at your feet. What was a play that you saw this week that impressed you? There was a couple of really good toe-drag swag plays, but this one was nasty, as I like to call it. Jacoby Myers in the back of the end zone runs a corner route. You got the dime by Mac Jones. You think it's out of bounds, and even the Bills are like, no, 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 check this out. He gets the left foot and then the right foot or the right and then the left foot. This was absolutely beautiful. High points the ball and then his eyes, the helmet, go directly down to the ground, making sure he gets the right then left before he goes out of bounds. I don't know if this was Jacoby Myers or Michael Myers because this footwork was killer. I love it, Nate. You always tie it all in together. And I know you got fired up when our guy from Ghosts came on because we used to have people like that come on this show and we'd always be so excited. Nate, the playoff field is set, okay? I think we all believe that the 49ers have a Super Bowl roster, all right, though? Give me your take on Brock Purdy. Good enough? What do you think? Are the Niners going to win or are they just like a ghost right now that we're watching? Nice. Ooh. Listen, they're exercising the – quarterback ghosts on that roster, right? If I would have told you, Trey Lance would be gone. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, who they tried to discard, is going to be back in, and then he's going to get hurt. And then some dude named Brock Purdy is going to take over. You would have been like, the 49ers are cooked. 
they're done. No, 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 they're not. They're actually playing well. And some would say they're playing better than they've ever played. Listen, this is a team that knows exactly what they have in their quarterback. And this is a quarterback that knows exactly what he has in George Kittle. George Kittle hasn't been balling like this all season. But what a young quarterback leans on is a tight end. That's why Kittle has been stepping up for his squad. Because when you're sitting there as a young QB, of course you want to throw it outside, dump it off to your running back. But a tight end is a young QB's best friend. And I'll tell you this, not only does he have it, he will be one of the best quarterbacks in the postseason. Mark my words. Okay. Mark his words. Mark his word, oh, Peter. Mark it. I'm Peter. technically marking the word. Mm. Um, we appreciate you. Yeah. We know you're working lots, and you're going to be kicking butt on Sunday. Keep it going, Nate. Thank you. You're an absolute beast. Yes. All right. Love you all, GMFB fam. Peace. You got it. See you, Nate. All right, coming up, Duval. Let's go back. Let's go back to Duval. Let's talk about them. They're celebrating their win from Saturday night. They have another one coming up this Saturday night. Will the party continue in this time over the Bolts? The playoff talk. Straight ahead. Bolts. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Game ball time. GMFB game ball. Highlight your top performer of the week and who earned your game ball and where you'd want to send it. Jay? Yes, there's going to be teams in the playoffs. We're going to be talking about their players, their coaches, and all of them for the next month. 
for today. My game ball goes out to Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh nice. Steelers. Mike Tomlin, 16 straight winning seasons. His team did not let him down. Najee Harris said, we wanted to do this one for Mike T. We couldn't let him down. He's been the same guy. Said it didn't matter when they were 2-6. and six. He wasn't going to change. Connor Haywood, the rookie. Cam's brother said, we don't want to be the rookie class to come in and mess up the winning season. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, getting it done. Rookie quarterback, everything they went through this season. So shout out Mike Tomlin, winning season once again. It's pretty cool. Uh, my game ball is going to George Kittle. Mm. The Niners haven't lost in months. They just win every single week. George Kittle has seven touchdowns in four games. Mm. He's absolutely unconscious. But really, the greatest touchdown is when the wheels touch down in California carrying his 100-year-old grandmother. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this sweet woman? Her name is Lucky. That's what George and the family call her. It's her 100th birthday, guys. Right? She had never attended an NFL game, ever. She's never been to a game. She still lives on the same farm in Iowa that she has for decades. <laughs> you want to know something about Lucky? Lucky is the mother of 10 daughters. All girls, no boys. What? Ten daughters. Four of them were at the game That's with George's awesome. sister and George's Lucky. wife. They flew her to California. She touched down. She gets to see it. Her grandson scores two touchdowns in the game as they're coasting towards the playoffs. There's a whole movie to be written about this woman, Lucky. Her husband, George's grandfather, was drafted by the Chicago Cardinals back in the day and said, you know, I'm going to do farming instead of football. There's more money in farming. It's an amazing wow. thing. She still lives on the farm. They flew her across the country, George and his wife, Claire, and Lucky got to be there to watch the Niners dominate. Her grandson scored twice. Happy birthday, Happy Lucky. Happy birthday, Lucky. Happy birthday, Lucky. Happy birthday, Lucky. Happy birthday. The whole Kittle family. Game ball to Ten you guys. God bless you. You know, they've got that 80 for Brady movie. I, I'd rather see Lucky's story. Hey, uh, that's screen. incredible. That was cool. That's a real story. Um, we have a long relationship with Jamal Williams. Sure do. Okay, mm -hmm. this show. Yeah. Jamal Williams broke Barry Sanders' Lions touchdown record mm. yesterday. We also have a long-term long -term relationship with Melissa Stark. Mm -hmm. My favorite post-game interview, and this goes from 0 to 100 very fast, was last Real night fast. after the win. Follow this thing. Jamal Williams, Melissa Stark, take it away. Jamal, you set the franchise record. You broke Barry Sanders' record. What does that mean to you? My great-grandfather died on me. I'll just dedicate this to him. I'll just proud. I'm just grateful to do this for him. My grandfather, he was 92, but I'm just grateful for him to be in my life, and I'm grateful to be able to play football and do this for him. So, a lot of memories, a lot of emotion happening right now, but I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We, made, we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV. But I heard everybody already picked, their, picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. <laughs> yes! It's all dog around here. The oh. best post-game interview ever. Boom! Stop playing us. Oh, all dog so around here. Oh. These tears from, fool you. We're from crying with goosebumps uh. to just... <laughs> Stop playing with us, man. I never, I never was just like, <laughs> so, Jamal, you're amazing. Awesome, Jamal. Awesome. First Jamal. team all oh GMFB. Yes. Mike Tomlin, Lucky, Jamal Leos, Lisa Stark. Um, a lot of people were tweeting us to go Naheem Hines for game ball. Yeah, sure. I I'm going to go Denny Kellington. I'm going to send it to Buffalo, but I'm going to go with the assistant athletic trainer, Denny Kellington, who there was a picture of the whole training staff the Bills took before the game because here we are. 
Here is the group that took the field last Monday night and revived DeMar Hamlin on the field. Game ball every week really could go to that group. Denny Kellington, been with the team uh, since 2017. He worked for Syracuse before that. He's been in the area. He knows it well. Look at that group. Really cool. It's unbelievable. John Brown, after he had that diving catch for a touchdown, gave him the ball after that touchdown. Uh, this group, I mean, God, there's so many things you could say about them. But Denny Kellington, in particular, administered CPR, kept giving DeMar Hamlin CPR, brought this man back to life, and that is why we are talking about DeMar Hamlin, about football in the way that we are today. That's a great group of game balls. Great game balls. My gosh. And there's uh, coaching situations to talk about on this Monday after the regular season finale. One name in particular, first name, Sean, keeps coming up. McVeigh, some people might go to, but Peyton is the one that Peter knows so well. What's going on with Sean Peyton? Yeah, I'm, I'm tight with both this, these guys. So it's an interesting convergence of both guys named Sean and both being talked about in hushed tones and then what's right, what's wrong. <laughs> Here's the deal with Sean Peyton. He would love to get back into coaching. He has two years left on his contract with the Saints, so it's going to take a trade to acquire him. That's most likely going to start with a first-round pick. The first team to reach out to the Saints. You have to reach out to the Saints, get the Saints' permission first. We're the Denver Broncos. They did that on Saturday, got permission. He's already spoken on the phone to Penner, the, the owner of the Broncos, which is a major deal. People are like, that's a violation. It's, vi-. it's not a violation. Huh. Cannot interview with them until January 17th. So no decision's going to be made likely before then. But Peyton is not just a one-horse guy, if you see the horse there. Um, he's open. His phone line's open. He told me yesterday on Fox... He's open to coach anywhere. That could include teams in the division. We see that Carolina's going to have a potential opening. I think he's open to, to interviewing there. I think he's interviewing anywhere that they want to interview. Now, will he go and do that job? That's a different question. Compensation for the trade and compensation for Peyton is going to be what has to, has to make sense for him to go and leave Fox, which he said yesterday he loves doing. And there are going to be more jobs next year and the year after that. Mm. He doesn't have to jump. I do believe he's going to be interviewing for multiple jobs. The question is, will he take them? Mm. The question is, are teams willing to mortgage their future with draft picks to go and acquire him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important. He can talk on the phone to the owner, but he can't interview, and there's a difference between until it, No, first he has to get a permission from the Saints to talk on the phone. Right. Once he does that, he cannot interview until January 17th. In person. Right. In person. Nice. And the, the whole thing he said on Fox yesterday, which everyone was up in arms about, he goes, I've talked to the owner, and everyone freaked out, yeah. thinking yeah. that that was some kind of violation. It was not, because it was not. on the phone. And, and those, those rules are all fluid and weird and wide. January 17th, Peyton's like, I'm just playing by the rules. I don't want the Saints getting in trouble, and I don't want to get in trouble. Absolutely. We've been down that road. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of picks, but he's a good coach. We have more Good Morning Football coming your way. We're going to talk Aaron Rodgers and the direction the teams that aren't going to be in the playoffs are going to make. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Playoffs, they are upon us. Uh, what that means, we have to put to bed 18 NFL teams, at least for 2022. Uh, you have to have one lingering question from a team that maybe you want one answer from heading into this offseason. What would, where would your question lead you? I only get to ask one. Just, just the one. Just, just for the, the playoffs. So in the spirit questions. of time. Yes, you know, I got you. We uh, only have one extra hour to I'm finish. looking at the New England Patriots, and if I had to ask one question, it would be who's going to be the offensive coordinator next season. We saw Matt Patricia as the OC, Joe Judge as the quarterback's coach this year, and we saw some life from the Patriots' offense throughout the season this past game versus the Buffalo Bills. Mac Jones throws for three touchdowns. They're going play action. They're making some plays, some chunk plays down the field. So we saw some glimmers but we've also heard about Bill O'Brien. There were rumors there that he may become the offensive coordinator. What does Bill Belichick do on that side of the ball? He already said he's turning 71 in April. He said he plans on coming back for the season next year. But for this team, there's so many question marks. After you get from the offensive side of the ball, we saw they gave up a kickoff return versus the Minnesota Vikings. Yesterday, they gave up two against the Buffalo Bills. We're not used to seeing things like this. Bill Belichick and the Patriots have always outplayed people on special teams and taken care of the little things and that's not what we've seen this year in March of last year Robert Kraft the owner said that it had been three seasons and they hadn't won a playoff game and it was disappointing because we're used to seeing them deep making these playoff runs that was four years in a row they wouldn't have won a playoff game what's going to happen in New England Mac Jones is he still going to be the quarterback they have guys like Devin McCourty Matthew Slater they may be riding off into, I guess it's not the sunset the way this season ended, but there's so many question marks to see, and I think the most intriguing one is who is the guy on the offensive side with the headset calling the plays next year for the New England Patriots? Real quick, do you, I mean, Bill O'Brien is an old coach there, and he comes mm-hmm. from that system. Would they ever, in your eyes, like just hire some young, fresh voice that doesn't come from the Belichick tree? I don't know. I feel like for Bill and being in that building, one thing that makes him go is from a coaching standpoint, everybody's always on the same page. And I think some of that comes down to they know each other, they trust each other. And throughout my 13 seasons, that was not the case. A lot of times, most of the times, there were coaches that weren't on the same page. You'd have one conversation, mm. oh, this guy, I don't yeah. know what the hell well, he's doing. In New doing. England. In New England, everybody's usually on the same page in the same script. Yeah. I look at uh, the LA Rams. You know, obviously a lot of talk about Sean McVay this morning, and that's going to take a couple days, I think, till we know exactly what's going to happen. But I'll tell you this right now. They're having an open dialogue with the Rams. The Rams were full aware of this conversation for the last month. Mm-hmm. And it's not as McVay retiring from coaching and going to go do games on Amazon or Fox or whatever. It's, does McVay need one year away? And then if he needs one year away, how are we going to support him when he comes back? And we'd rather have him long-term in a good mental frame and a good, you know, zest for the sport as opposed to burnt out and, oh gosh, another offseason, here we go. But say McVay does step away. What do you tell Stafford? Mm-hmm. What do you tell Aaron Donald? What do you tell Cooper Cup? 
Let's go one step further. And I know when I say this, people have their ears perked up because they know I, I'm plugged in with these guys. Mm-hmm. But, like, if McVay is gone and you have no draft picks and it's an interim coach for a year, yeah. do you say to Stafford, like, do you want to get traded? Like, do you want us to trade you to the Jets? Do you want us to trade you to the, to the Vegas Raiders? Do we want to get, like, the Stafford stick around for this rebuild? Does Aaron Donald stick around? Like, if McVay takes even a year away – it might be a window open to like reanalyzing the whole situation because you all went in for last year's Super Bowl championship. You remove McVay and you have an interim coach. All right, are we? Or do you say, okay, let's get back some of those picks and let's start this rebuild right. quicker than it might be? Does it almost feel like do they feel obligated to afford those guys the same opportunity to like get away from the situation? Is that what you're saying? Like way, we're, yes. we're affording Sean McVay this opportunity. We don't want to do wrong by these two guys that came. And does it and not help this? the team in the right. long term to say, okay, well, if we can get some draft picks for these veterans, if Sean's mm. not coming back, is now the time to do it? Now, I think like the '97 Marlins, if you remember, like they won. They they got it, and then, like, they were bad for a couple of years, mm. and it was like they had to build it all back up. I don't know. If McVay steps away for a year, does that mean the whole thing comes tumbling down? Mm. And I'm not saying that on any inside information. I'm just wondering if those are the conversations. That does, he, he, does he have to be a part of the rebuild, though? At the same time, can you take a year off the team, rebuild, and say they're successful next year, and then you just walk back in and, like, all right, guys, you do this, you do that? All parts yeah. of the lingering questions, yeah. as this is an unorthodox situation yeah. 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 we've ever seen. Wonderful. And how, he's going for a year? What, what is this? So, and then how do you get a head coach with any sort of dignity or command when, like, when he comes back you're out again like what are you talking about certainly not getting one of those top prize guys oh, but what you might guy. get what you might get though is a Big guy who probably wouldn't be a coach otherwise and now is an opportunity to show the rest of the league look what I did with those Rams yeah mm. or maybe he's not head coach material and he just gets this job for one year as like a substitute teacher I'll shift gears dramatically how is it how is it possible that the happiest team in the NFL yesterday lost its 10th straight game doesn't <laughs> know what they have in their head coach doesn't know what they have in their GM doesn't even know where they'll be playing their football moving forward and yet they're the happiest team like the bears here's your question how much how much you got come and get it suckers we got the number one pick because the texans (laughs) decided to turn into the 78 steelers in the last number one pick the bears have not had it since before my father was born it's a fascinating thing because i do not think they're interested in any way in drafting a quarterback i do not think they'll be drafting a quarterback they like fields. They like the future of fields. So they're open for bleeping business. Name your price. Come and get it. And what's funny is that one of the teams when I have to come and get it is the Texans. Yeah. The <laughs> Texans who won yesterday so they don't get jumped and get their second pick at quarterback. It's an incredible thing. They're going shopping. They're going to get diamonds and pearls. And they, the number one overall pick fetches a massive bounty. They got money to spend. They got the number one pick. They got a quarterback who can play. And the Bear happiest team in the league yeah. right now. Let's rock and roll. Bear yeah. down. Really quickly. <laughs> A lot of people are like, it doesn't matter. They weren't going to take a quarterback anyway. No, it's just the thing. Someone else will. Yeah, somebody else will. Someone yeah. else can trade up. And they'll pretend that they're going to take a quarterback. Watch. This exactly. smoke exactly. season. Right? We really like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, you like fields, and yep. you're going to say you like other people to drive that price up. And then we're going shopping. We're going to go to Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg, and we're going to spend it all. <laughs> Love By watches. Yeah, look out. We have a bunch of watches. Uh, I want to go to a team that has a quarterback. They invested tremendously in their quarterback. But who's got the key to unlock the magic that Russell Wilson has in Denver? What's going on with the Broncos? Who's going to be their head coach? It's a great fan base. New, rich ownership group. A lot of money. Who wants to be the head coach? Nathaniel Hackett didn't cut it. Got fired 75% of the way through the season. Russell Wilson, I don't know what happened this year. Was it the talent? Was it him? 
That's uh, did Can 30 I tell you for 30. good yesterday? Okay. And that's great. It's and like that's great. enough. Thank God. You're a Broncos fan. You love that. You're like, all right. It. You know, it's like the, the worst fear the Broncos could have had was putting all this money into this quarterback, and he's just like, whoops, I lost it, guys. I left it in <laughs> Seattle. Don't have it. Yeah, I hope he still has it, but who's the guy? We saw Mike McDaniel get a hold of Tua this year and just like unlock this yeah. part of him that we didn't see. We saw Pete Carroll do the same thing with Juno Smith. Who is the guy that's going to get Russell Wilson to a place? That's the offseason win. I think they're going to find Prince Charming and this like perfect coach. Yes. Like, before I agree, let me talk to Russ for a little bit and they have this great conversation. Oh, At the end of the boy. call, he's going to go, all right, coach, Broncos country, oh, let's boy. ride. He's going to I'm, I'm out. Like I'll, I'll wait for the Texans job or something. <laughs> yeah, all right. Don't do that, Russ. Oh, man. It's set. It's Monday morning, but we're going to talk about this weekend. Seahawks, Niners, Chargers, Jaguars. Peter, you're better at this. You do it. I just love that we go right from one divisional game, which is the 49ers Seahawks, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it culminates with a Cowboys-Buccaneers game. America's team versus Tom Brady on Monday Night Football. Let's go! Let's go, Peter. That was really good. Meanwhile, we lost uh, some of our our friends there. We're not going to be talking about these teams anymore because they're not in the playoffs. 18 teams. Jamie, is there any team, coach, player, fan base that you're going to miss talking about now that they're not part of the show anymore? There's only one answer. This is the Lions. Like, uh, right. I, I wanted to see the Lions this weekend. I wanted to see them win a couple games. I like Dan Campbell's speech. Here's what I like about the Lions. I, I think they're authentic. Uh, you know, we, we all had a look into the Lions from Hard Knocks in August, and everyone, I think, kind of dipped their toe and was like, I'm not quite sure about this. Is this Dan Campbell for real? Does he really talk like this all the time? It's been confirmed. He really does talk like that all the time. It's not a shtick anymore. It's just who he is. So giddy up. Buy in. Put your boot in the saddle. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but this is it. This is why I'm kind of sad because I think they were playing great. The blue cheese hat at Lambeau. It's kind of crazy that they expand the playoffs to seven teams. You get this team that's now won eight of their last nine games. They were the first team to do what they were doing since 1970 Bengals. And there's seven teams in the NFC. Can't we get the Lions in? Can we expand this one more for nope, eight? Because nope. I'll tell you what. Win outside, more games. Outside of the 49ers, there's no team playing better than the Detroit Lions right now. Hmm. Reach. No, I don't know. The Texans are playing really well in the AFC. That's true. They had a big win. Right now, the <laughs> Lions. Guys, right now, the Lions are no longer playing. So there are seven teams playing better than because they're still yeah. playing. But I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going to miss talking about them because if you play for the Patriots, you can go on TV when you're done playing because everybody wants to know what's mm. the Patriot way. So I would love to talk more about them and I can act like I. It's funny. It's been like six months on the show and you still haven't told us what the exact Patriot way is. So is that yeah. just like a secret That's, sauce that nobody ever? As soon as I tell you, they're going to fire me. Oh. I have no job. So we have to keep the mystery. Going. Going, so. I think you have two kick returns for touchdowns. Two. That's, not, that's not the picture way. I can Kyle, tell you that. Kyle talk. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm going to take this in a totally different direction. I hope you guys are right with this. Yeah. I'm going to miss um, – how about landing spots for Odell Beckham Jr.? Where's Odell going, guys? Honestly, does oh, any, wait, where is he going? That conversation put food on your table Let's this year. Let's go, baby. That's right. That's how I buy my watch, Peter. This is <laughs> Christmas presents under the tree. Not Odell. the stimmy? Where is he landing? We've got hashtag landing spots. We have synergy with different coaches he's worked with before. It's so fascinating. Odell, Odell, Odell. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.